0: Praise the Lord, saints. This is Elder Thomas coming to you on 2022. I know it's been a while since I've been on. I just want to thank the Lord for using me in a mighty way in 2021. I want to thank for those who have been listening on this podcast. I want to thank you for listening and following me. Hopefully that the words that God has given me in the scriptures that God has given me has helped you throughout the year. And I'm just looking for great things in 2022. Uh, I know I said it before that sometimes uh, I don't come on as frequently as I would like to, but sometimes you just have to sit back and observe and discern and that God minister to you so you have a good, good message. I know last year I was really, really uh, honing in on the homosexual community out of love. Um, it's not what Elder Thomas thinks, but it's what the, the Word of God is telling us to do and how to live our lives. It's a perfect example. The word, the Bible, are instructions that help us. To, well, they correct us and show us and lead us in a way of righteousness and holiness. So in 2022, uh, hopefully we as Christians um, really, really some of us might need to rededicate our lives to Christ uh, for the backsliders, you know, read, uh, come to Christ again, really get into that Bible. Really read the word, really meditate, and let God use you in a mighty, mighty way. Uh, those are some of my uh, resolutions for the year, for 2022. I just want to have a closer walk with the Lord. I just want to pray that God uses me uh, more this year than he did last year. But a lot of times you got to be willing. Sometimes you're not ready. So I hope. hopefully God will use me as a broken vessel so I can go out and reach other people like myself. I just let my light shine, you know, I think my story uh, says enough about what I went through and just to help people that that were like me. For those who don't know, if the first time um, I was a a crack addict and, you know, God delivered me from this, that dangerous uh, disease of addiction and I'm very, very grateful. Um, So today I just want to really just give my testimony. Uh 23 years ago, praise God, hallelujah. Uh rededicated my life to Christ and 23 years 23 years on this day, really, I've been clean from alcohol and drugs. I've been delivered from alcohol and drugs, and that is truly, truly a blessing, y'all. And rock bottom, I have one. If you go on to my podcast, I talk about my story. I just mentioned I would mention a few things about my story today. But I won't go in depth, but I'm just thankful. Uh, 2021 was a good year for me, even though we were under a lot of things, a lot of destruction, a lot of death around us. But God continued to bless me, and I was able to walk in my blessing. I will tell you a little more about that in a little while. But before we get started, as usually, we always want to pray. I'm just giving honor to God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on this day. Thanking you, O Father God, for us seeing another year, O Lord, for those who made it. We just thank you. Thanking you always for your loving and kindness and your tender mercy, O Lord. Just thanking you for waking us up today. We know there was not the alarm clock that did so, O Father God, but it was your touch that got us up on our way. Just thanking you for the activities of our minds, our limbs, O Lord. O Father God, we just pray for those who are sick with this coronavirus, Lord. We thank you, though, however, Lord, for the medicine that is for us, for the vaccine that is for us. We pray that the people will go out and get vaccinated, oh, Father God, get their booster shots through what we might have to do to seize this thing, put this thing under rest. But we still pray for those who are sick right now, that you'll comfort them. We pray for the families that lost loved ones during these difficult times, oh, Father God, that you will comfort them and comfort their hearts, oh, Father God. We pray for our children as And over a lot of places in the nation that they, when they go back to school, that we come back safe, oh Lord. Pray for the teacher that we are safe, oh Lord, that we protect ourselves, oh Father God, in Jesus' name. We love you, oh Lord, and and the thing that we're most grateful for going in 2022, that you gave your son to us, Lord, to die for our sins. He was held with, with a ransom, and he died for us, oh Father God, and we just want to honor you. Oh, Lord, we just want to honor you in the name of Jesus Christ. We know that you are one God, oh, Father God, and you are a mighty God, and that you may came as God manifested in the flesh, oh, Lord, and we just thank you for it, and we surrender our lives to you today, oh, Lord. We want our steps to be ordered, because you came and showed us through Jesus how to live, oh, Father God, you gave us the scriptures to follow, O oh Lord, so we can be holy as you are holy we love you on this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Saints, I really don't have a theme or topic for my message today, but it's just my testimony. As I told you once before, I'm coming up on 23 years. Where well, I have 23 years clean and sober, and I just remember that during that time, it's just you know I just thank God I I, I was stuck in a in a sunken place. Uh, Amen. I was just sunk. Uh, Crack cocaine really had me, um, and I tell my story, my testimony. I didn't think I would ever really, really see the blessings that God has given me over these 23 years, and i never forget it, and I won't go in-depth with my story. If you go on the podcast, you can get it from rock bottom, but it was towards the end of my run. We call our run, our last drug run, and I was sitting in the crack house, And the Holy Spirit was ministering to me, a reminder that I was saved, though. I was baptized in the name of Jesus. I had the Holy Spirit by evidence of speaking in tongues. However, I was in a backsliding state, and the Bible says the Lord loves a backslider. And God was just speaking to me in that crack house. I think I was just sitting there. I spent all my money, I was depressed. And God was telling me, "You son, you're not going to be doing this much, much longer. I, and I walked home from that place. It had to be about, it wasn't too far of a walk, but it was far. I was tired. Um, walked about, about a mile, maybe a mile and a half home. And that day, I got on my knees. It was coming up on Christmas around that time, around the same time now this year, uh, 23 years ago. And I got on my knees and I just prayed to the Lord. I said, Father God, if you just take the taste and the desire of drugs and alcohol from me. And I cried out. Tears rolling down my eyes. I'm on my hand and knee. And I cried out. I said, Lord, I'll go back and help people like me. And ever since those 23 years, God has been with me. God has used me. And I just thank the Lord. It wasn't easy. Uh, only maybe two times that I was getting ready to relapse. It was a time I remember I just came up as a minister in the church that I was attending. We were doing a uh, a church picnic or church cookout, and I went to the site and nobody was there. And just showing how the devil works. And I was head of of uh, organizing it, and I really really wanted to do do my best, and you know, really show the 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 church members that you know you put the right man in, in charge. You know, you get excited, you got a position, you get excited about it. You want to show everybody that, you know, you got everything under under control, and I just left a meeting because I went to an NA meeting, and I was going up there to meet the other uh, saints or the church members, and I didn't see nobody, and, you know, I was getting so upset, and, you know, all that anxiety was in me, oh, where are they? Uh, I didn't know where they are, I'm mad, you know, I'm putting my time and effort because I planned it, I planned the park, um... I planned the uh, tenor raid, things like that. When you're playing something, you're always planning. And I wanted it to be right. And, you know, this is how the devil worked. It came through my mind, you know, go get a beer, you know, because I didn't see anybody. I said, well, I'm gonna mad, I'm angry. And, you know, when you addiction, especially when you do drugs, it's a drug, uh, you know, drugs is a feeling drug. So I was kind of upset. And I wanted to feel better, I wanted to, to medicate. And I must have had maybe, uh, I don't think I had a year clean just yet, but I was still delicate. I was still walking on, on eggshells, and I was getting in my car, and lo and behold, a uh, minister came by, and he said, Elder Thomas, here we are. I said, where is everybody? He said, here we are. And just that quick, God sent somebody to to rescue me. So God always, God has always been there in my corner, even when I was doing wrong, even when I was in those crack houses, even when I was around uh murderers, uh, all kind of people that was dead, thugs to murderers to uh, people doing theft to criminals, the whole nine yards. And God always protected me. He always had a shield a covering around me. And I just want to thank God right now in the name of Jesus. If I, Lord, if I had a thousand tons, I couldn't thank you much, uh, enough. God has blessed me. Uh, last year, but I'm not doing this, say this to brag or or boast, but God has blessed me with a new home, um, got a raise on my job. So God is definitely in the blessing business. And sometimes it takes time, um, but we have to be patient. We have to wait on the Lord. And sometimes we don't get everything that we ask for. You know, it might not be in the Lord's will, but it was in his will. Amen, that he'll clean me up and get me on my way. That was in his will to get me off of drugs and other things that sin in my life, and he will do it. Um, and that's what I want to move forward this year. I just want to move forward and, and, and get a little closer, have a little closer walk with God, and, and just pray. Sometimes we we kind of lose focus because we get caught up in worldly things, and, and we're not as, as close to the Lord. So that, that's one thing I want to do, uh, really get closer, get back into Bible study. I uh, moved out in this area. I had to find uh my home church now and be more active and do more community uh, uh activities, uh be more active in the community. So that's my Rob resolution coming in this year. And also I want God to to use me more. Um use me. I go to those places. I have no no shame in my game. Uh, I always walk in humility. But send me, you know, and I ask the Lord every time, but I know he would do it on, when he's ready. Not when I'm ready, but when he thinks that when he knows I'm ready, he'll send me, and he will use me. And I just want my light to shine uh, to others, you know. I like to, you know, minister to people. I like to give. Um, so I just like my shine, and my light to shine. But one thing about me, guys, I always stand on the word of God. Even in my mess, I would never, I would never... Put my mess with God's with God's word. I would never do that. So I, whatever the word says, it is true. It came from the Lord, and we're supposed to live in that way. A lot of people try to to make the Bible fix. Be, a lot of people try to make the Bible fit their lifestyle, and that's not me. I you know if I'm wrong, and the Bible is there to correct me, and if I'm wrong, I'll read it, go back and research it, and try to live out what the word is saying. Not saying that I'm perfect, but I try to go that way. So I'm looking forward to 2022 and really, really do the work of the Lord. You know, have a little more podcasts. I need to come on a little more, more regularly. I uh, give my contact information for those who want to come on and then follow me and want to reach me. Um, if you uh, email me, I'll give it at the end of this um, session. You can email me, um, but I'm, don't email me for so no foolishness. We're about the Lord and I'm not here to debate the word. Uh, we're here to do the Lord's will if you need help. or you want me to minister to you, I would do so. If you've got addiction problem or anything that's going on in your life, uh, I pray that God will use me to help you. So my testimony is, is this God has been good to me. I thank you again uh, for following me. Uh, the Lord has delivered me 23 years. I never thought I would see it. I never thought I would have a home on this magnitude. I thought it was possible, but however, when you're doing drugs, you can't see that far. I remember I lost my. When I was out there, I used to rent my car out. My car got burnt up, and since then, I may have four or five other cars since then. Um, you know, homeless. Don't think you will never have a home again. All these things are running in your mind when you're doing drugs and when you're running with the devil. So I always told you before the thief comes to steal steal kill and destroy you. And that's what he was doing to me. He was trying to he de- tried to destroy me, but God had the last word. But you know, before we go, you know, I always got some scriptures that I want to do and go over a couple of scriptures today that we're gonna look at. If you have your Bibles, please come on to 2 Corinthians 5.17, Because when we talk about New Year's re- resolutions, a lot of people always talk about worldly things and one thing about the word, world, God really is not into to what's going on in the world and I said, I'm sorry, let me back up, that's John 2.15 but let's go to Corinthians 5.17 and this was one of the scriptures that really, really I used to read especially as I was getting clean, I kept reading the scripture over and over again. And 2 Corinthians 5, 7, 17 reads, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that's when you go into the new year. The things that you did in the past, they're gone. You cannot bring that time back. So the Bible is saying once you become get into Christ, once you give your life to the Lord, therefore, if any man be in Christ, so once you are in Christ, You become a new creature. You become a new person. And I can say that about myself. A lot of things that I used to do, I don't do no more. God has taken those things away from me. He has taken those desires away from me. I remember a time I was always wanting to be a social butterfly. I had to be at all the parties. I had to be the man. I had to be out there. But as I started turning my life over to Christ, you started losing those desires. I'm not going to say I'm a homebody. But I'm not running around in no clubs. I'm not, you know, shaking and got to be seen. I'm not that kind of person no more because God has taken those things away. I become a new creature. So this year, some of the things that you did in 2021, it is over. Once again, once you give your life to Christ, things will start to change. For some, it's instant. But a lot of times it doesn't happen fast enough and we go back to the same things that we were doing. So it is a slow process. So whatever you into, trust me, God will use you. He will work with you, and just stop. Just like a banana, He will start piling those things away from you. Uh, all the sins that are in our life, whatever your sin is, some of those things will just start going as you get deeper in that Word. As you start trusting God, He start taking those things. If you are backbiter, if you lying. If you drinking alcohol, you're on drugs, fornicating, uh, adulterous, uh, homosexuality, uh, thief, covetousness, all those sins that the Bible mentioned, God would take you to become a new creature. see, so a lot of people, they always look at me in my past because a lot of my friends you might not see for 10 or 15, maybe 20 years and they remember you during that time period. But then I ha- they don't see the growth in you. And then again, a lot of times when you go back, I just went to a semi-reunion because we, co- we were coming up on our 40th reunion and I went. And some of them guys act the same way when they went high school. That same character starts coming out in them. So you should be able to tell a person if they're if they a Christian or not, the, their mannerism, the way they talk. And then a lot of people will talk the word, but they don't act. Their actions are not louder than their words. So they were saying one thing, and they're very hypocritical, and, and, and their actions are not speaking what the word is speaking. It's, it's good to know the word, but your actions have to be louder than the words. You have to put those words into actions. Those words don't mean nothing if you don't put them into actions. And some folk have been in church all their lives, and nothing has changed. So are you, are you that new creature? creature? That God is talking about in these scriptures. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Are you still going to the clubs? Are you still partying? You still gossiping? You still uh, social butterfly? You still want to be seen? Um, are you dressing in, in, in modest apparel? You know what are you looking like? Are you still worldly, worrying about what you have or what you don't have, trying to keep up with the Joneses? Uh, what kind of creature are you now? Are you ten? When you look back on yourself and reflect, are you the same you were twenty years ago? Or are you a different? And I can truly, when I look in the mirror, when I look at this man in the mirror, I can say I'm not that man because I was held on rails. I was a reviler. I was. I started a lot of trouble. Got in a lot of fights. Did a lot of things that you know really I shouldn't have been doing. But again, as I turned over my life to, to the will of God. As I know him, I started changing. So I don't like to be around a lot of drama anymore. I'm more quiet. I'm more laid back. I don't have to be in the center of attention. So this scripture always resonated with me because I always like every year I like to just look back and reflect where I need more growth because we're always striving for perfection. And I always need more growth. But I can say I am a new person. Because of Christ. The Christ should be in me. You should see Christ in me. I always when I talk to people, a word got to come out. God word is gonna come out. When we talk about issues or or things, I have to revert back to the Bible. What does the Bible say about this? And then the other pieces, old things pass away. And I'm glad they pass away. I don't I remember it's snowing right now in my city and, and I remember during this time when I was in crack houses doing snowstorms and and trying to make a run, trying to get drugs why it snowed. See, those things have passed away. I don't have to steal no more for money. Praise God to feed my habit. Those things have passed away. I don't have to try to run around and, and be something or, or showboat in front of somebody or be popular. Those things have passed away. And I'm always waiting on that new thing because things have become new. And a new thing in my life, I'm clean and sober for 23 years. If nothing else, hey, Amen. God has delivered me from drugs and alcohol and I'm free for 23 years. Praise God And I look back. There's no way I could have done it by myself. That's a new thing. That's a new thing in my life. New thing in my life now. I'm a minister. I'm an elder. I was ordained in 2003. I'm preaching the word of God. That's a new thing. Um... I'm honest today. You know, I, you know, like people say, I'm brutally honest. That's a new thing. I don't like to hurt people feeling. I don't like to have nobody having no uh, great uh, issues in, the, in if, you know, when they dealing with me. I don't want no great areas in there. i come direct. So all these are new things. Uh, the way I deal with people, the way I interact, the way I live my life is a new thing. So coming into 2022, What's the new thing that's going to be in your life? What are you going to do differently? If you're not saved, are you going to get saved? Are you going to go to church more? Are you really going to hone in this word and and, and try to live this word out? You can't do it all at one time. Sometimes it's a slow process. But you have to pick one thing, you know, that you might do this year. Hey, this one thing I'm going to do. And I'm going to hone and ask God to give me the strength so I'm able to do it. Whatever that thing might be, only you know. So some of these old things can start passing away. So you can start becoming that new person, that holy person that God wants you to be. So I thank God again that he is, is always transforming me. The Bible said we should not conform to the world, but transform. And that's going into my next scripture. If you have your Bible, just stay with me. We're going over to John. And I love this scripture, 2.15. I can go on and on about this. But this is always keeps me level-headed because when you watch TV, nobody never puts Jesus in anything. Jesus is not in the world no more. At one time, yes. But everything, even with this coronavirus on mainstream television, very seldom you hear God. Very seldom you hear Jesus. It's always about what the sciences are doing. It's what the data says. It's never about what God says. Nobody's reading a word on this subject. And then when you look at it, you see, especially in the rap community and in other communities, um, with the athletes and, and the entertainers, it's always what they got. I'm always talking about what they have. I always bling, bling. And you, I was looking at a football game, and I was looking at some of the necklaces they have. You know, diamond necklaces. And their teeth with gold and all these kind of things. Driving the big fancy cars, the expensive cars. And you definitely, we talked about before, you hear it in the rap music. You see it on television. All these worldly things. Um, what you get for Christmas? And Christmas just came. I got that Gucci bag for Sashi. All these name brand things. We think that, that identifies ourselves by a name brand. But the Bible says about it, it says, do not love the world. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. So we should never, never love nothing that's in this world. We should, we should not love them cars. We should not love them homes. We should not love trinkets. We should not love nothing of materialistic things. True, you're supposed to love your family. yes. But the things in the world, we are not supposed to love. It said, neither the things that are in the world. So we are not supposed to love the world. Neither the things that are in the world. It goes on to say, and this is this is why I like the Bible. The Bible is true. God's words are honest. They are direct. There's no gray area in this. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So if you love the world or the things in the world, God's love is not in you. That's why we have to be humble. God is not, I, I tell you time and time again, God is not interested in what you have. Yes, he will bless you. Yes, he will give you some desires of your heart. But he's not interested with, in, in those things. If you have them, it's not that you should boast about them. You should thank the Lord and keep him moving. You know, I look around. Well, I got this. I got that. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. We always try to keep up with the Joneses. In 16, it tells us why. He said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. So when we want a lot of things, we're always lusting for it. Our flesh, our soul wants it. And the lust of the eyes. I got to have it. I got to get the next PlayStation. I got to get the next iPhone. It's crazy. And I was talking to some young people at my job. And Michael Jordans, the new Jordans come, came out. And I tell you, they were like $200-something, $200 $255. And they sell out immediately. But every kid is going to want those pair of Jordans. And people would die for those things. Because I lust for it. I got to have it. Um... I think Gucci shoes are a thousand dollars, two or three thousand dollars for a bag. Some bags are twenty thousand dollars because my I lust for it. My flesh wants it, but then my eyes. Well, I really say I think the lust of the eyes should have came first, and then the flesh. But sometimes the eyes will see it, and then the flesh is wants it, and that's what subliminal messages. You see that in TV, they shoot it through the commercial, make those cars look so beautiful that when you look at them, man, I got to get one. I got to get that Mercedes. I need that Ferrari. Uh, see a big old fine home. Oh, I got to get it. Even if you go broke. So many people in America, are de- uh, uh, so much debt is unbelievable. I don't know what the debt ratio is, the average debt ratio for Americans, but this country lives and thrives on our debt because we got to have it. That's the, that's the, um, the beauty of a credit card. It's fake money. You know you don't have the money. But you want it, and the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes have you go out to get it, because you see somebody else with it, or you see it on the commercial. Then you want to go out to get it. So God is warning us: Do not love the world or the things that are in the world, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. I know my parents. I love uh, my parents. I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my grandparents. And a lot of my relatives, you know, they were middle-class family. And my grandfather on my father's side and my grandmother on that side and on my mother's side, to tell you the truth, were very proud, proudful people. It's one thing to be proudful, but it's another thing to be a bragger. So when that pride of life overtakes you where you are bragging all the time, then it's a problem. Because my grandfather, I think, he he was so prideful that he accomplished uh, with getting a Mercedes Benz when he retired, and this, you're talking about in the 70s, and he would make comments that, you know, not too many black people have, don't drive a Mercedes like this. So, you know, that's the pride of life, or we lived in a good community, uh, you know, always bragging about that, bragging about what you have. Uh, My father was the same way, you know, and he got a pride from his parents. Grandmother always bragging about what they have. I can't stand to be around a lot of people always bragging. You know, some folk at work always bragging about what their children doing, bragging about this, bragging about that. And that's the pride of life. Again, God will bless you, but you should not be proudful. You know, we, we never should boast on certain things like that. He knows not for us to boast about it, but us to walk in humility. And it says that all this is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereforth. But he that does the will of God abides forever. So all this stuff, all this stuff that you're obtaining, and I'm saying that you should not have nice things. Don't get me wrong. But you should not be in debt trying to get those things. You You shouldn't put yourself or kill for it, or steal for it, or lie for it. You see that in corporate America. You see that uh, with people try to finagle you out your money, Uh, with crooks, uh, forgery, all these things that people try to do to have money. The Bible even says in the scriptures that you can't serve two masters. um, You're going to be lukewarm. You're going to serve one master. You can't serve. I can't get the scriptures right. You can't serve mammoth, which is money, or the Lord at the same time because you're going to be lukewarm, to paraphrase, and he's going to spew you out. So you got to make up in your mind who you're going to serve. You can't serve. You can't make money, your master. You can't make him your things because if you do, the love of God is not in you. And he says the world will pass away. I'm going to read it in Revelation. This world, as Revelation tells us, will pass away one day. And the lust, therefore, will pass away. And then it's not, he that does so does not have the will of God. But he that doeth the will of God abides forever. So if you do the will of God, it abides forever. These things that we're talking about, as the scripture tells us, is not going to abide forever. But if you do the will of God, it abides forever. Amen. So your resolution coming in 2022 After reading this scripture, it's telling me that I should not focus on things in this world. You know, it's good to have goals; it's good to achieve things. But like I said, my resolution is a closer walk with God. My resolution is pray that God uses me, and my resolution is it lit my light shine amongst people. It's really not about what I attain. Now, God blesses me with that. It's good to pray for some things. It's good to pray to have a better job. Don't get me wrong. It's good to pray if you've been working on it to get a home. It's all right. You know, I don't see no problem with that. But really, our main focus should be doing, when I'm getting out of the Scripture, it should be doing the will of God. And God, uh, he that seeketh the kingdom of heaven, and God, you know, says that all things should be added unto you. So if you seek the kingdom of heaven and you seek God, the things that you want sometimes will be a blessing and will be added unto you. I'm going to close out with Revelation. I hope everybody is okay. Um, And there's two things that, you know, I really did my testimony so you really understand where I'm coming from, that I am truly thankful. Um, In Corinthians 5.17, I can say today that I am a new creation. Creature, Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In 23 years, all this has been new to me. And I can truly say that I really don't love the world after, you know, really meditating on these scriptures and let these crystals resonate in my heart and sink in it. I don't taste after a lot of worldly things. You know, I'm I'm thankful for what I have. Um, I know I wanted to get a Mercedes Benz and, you know, I prayed about it. And the Lord said, what's wrong with the, with the vehicle you had now? I bought a truck. See, that's, that's lust. That's the lust I'm talking about. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh. Last year I bought a uh, truck, I already had a Jeep. Now I have two vehicles. My insurance goes up. i got an F-150. Uh, really wasn't using it, you know. But see, I, I didn't have good counsel. Nobody really came to me. I'm not blaming nobody and uh, Elder, you don't need that. Uh, my mindset was that I was going to try to work it. But it was just sitting. I wasn't driving it that much. And I said, I ended up selling it. So I lost some money on that because the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. And I was going to take it and package it and get a Mercedes. And, you know, I got a good Jeep. A I bought it in 2019. It's running fine. Almost look like it's brand new. I get a lot of compliments on it. Four-wheel drive. Why, what do I need a Mercedes for? So I can say I got a Mercedes so people could see me. Oh, you know... Uh, perpetrating a fraud that he got a lot of money, he's this, he's that, why? you know, maybe one day I might get a Mercedes, but you know I should not be lusting for those kind of things. You know, you work hard for that right now. I don't need a Mercedes. so this this is this example of of uh, loving the world. The world might have it, but I don't need it. Uh, amen. So I'm just going to close out with revelations. Uh, we're going to look at this real quick. And you got to understand that it is a hell and it is a heaven. And John, they like I said, went to the island of, of Patmos and saw God. And God just told him to write down what you see. And he, in his revelation, he was in heaven. And he saw all these things. And revelation has a lot of symbolism. But I'm just going to break it down where you will be judged. About the things that we do. So, um, revelations, and let's drop down to revelations. If you have a Bibles, again, stay with me. We're gonna close in a minute. Revelations twenty eleven. I used to read this all the time, and this when I read this, it gives me inspiration, y'all. It, it tells me that you know I'm a foreign in this land, and this is not my home. So, coming off of the. the um, You know, John 2.15, why would I love the world so much? My home is in heaven. You know, these books are going to be open. And I want to be in the book of the blood with my name written in blood. Judgment is going to come. And John, he really breaks it down vividly of what he saw. And he said, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face of the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was, found no place for them. And I love this part here because it goes on and said, and this is everybody. I don't care if you rich, poor, middle class, black, white, Chinese, Mexican. This stands for everybody. And I saw the dead. So he saw people who died. And let me go back to 11. I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face of the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, amen, small and great stand before God. And the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. So those books, I was just talking about the book of life. He said, I saw the dead, small and great stand before God, and the books were open. And then there was another book which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. So they're going to be two books, the book of life and the other book. And everything that we do in our lives on this earth is being written, and we're going to be judged. Now, we already know that judgment has always been set on mankind because of our sins. And we are worthy of death. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But Jesus Christ has given us this salvation. Praise God. He has died for our sins. So God, when you you give your life to Christ, God can't see that sin in you. He's the best lawyer we ever had. We've been pardoned because of Jesus. But these books are still going to be open. And then the book of life, and that's where you want your name written on that book of life. It says, it was written in the books according to the works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead. God, God Almighty, hell gave up the dead which were in them. And they would judge every man according to their works. So those who are in hell right now, you got to come up. You're going to be judged. You're being tormented in hell, but you still got to come through the judgment. And death in hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. So we die one time, then we're coming back after the judgment. According to the Revelation, we have to die again. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Praise God. Amen. I don't want to go to that lake of fire, Fred. I want to, on, on my day, on my second death, when those books are open, I want to be in that book of uh, life. And I'm coming to you today, directly on this podcast. If you have not given your life to God, if you have not given your life to Christ, this is the time. It says repent, and repentance means turn away from what you're doing. I don't have to name everything you're doing. You know what you're doing in 2022 coming into this new year. Repent. Turn away from it. Whatever it is, whatever that sin you're doing, repent for it. If you have a problem, go to God and repent for your sins. Then the Bible says in Acts, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And for his force way for the Holy Spirit as it gives evidence of tongue. Praise God. If you don't have a church home, find one. If you need a minister, go, go to church. Make sure it's other than the anointed man of God and repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Praise God. This is the time. Some of you friends have been waiting, waiting over years to come to Christ. Everybody can come. And One thing about Jesus, hallelujah, it's free. It costs you nothing to come to him. He loves all of us. He died for us. All this sheep before Revelation happens, this day time in Revelation happens. He's gonna gather all his sheep. 99 they say won't do. He got to get the hundred. That last sheep, and I was I was out there. I, I know I wasn't in the last sheep, but I was one of those sheep that he had to call in the fold. And I know in, in Psalms 23, Lord is my shepherd, he said he makes us lie down in green pastures because sometimes we don't want to go into those green pastures, y'all. I didn't want to go in those green pastures. But he had to make me come over into those green pastures and show me. I wanted to be out there running in the hood. I wanted to be running in the streets. I wanted to be doing all these crazy things. So he had to pull me. But then he had to take me through the fire. And one thing about when you go through, just like gold, it purges you. You got to get all that stuff out of you to make that thing pure. And and, and some of us still in the fire. I'm still in the fire on certain circumstances and things in my life. But God is purging it out of me. He's getting all that out of me so he can really, really do his work. I can really do his will. Don't get caught up in worldly things because that's a hindrance to you. In today's world, we don't know the difference between a Christian or non-Christian. It seems like everything goes. We live everywhere. They got the freedom to do this. They got the freedom to do that. This in my family and my in-laws. They, you know my in-law niece was getting ready to get married to another lady? I'm not in that mess. Please don't invite me to that wedding. I'm not being me. I had nothing to do with that because I know. What God says about that. So we have to start standing on the word of God. You cannot worry about other people's feelings. If the word says this, this is how we are supposed to try to live our lives. Everybody can I mean, in America, everybody can do what they want to do. As long as they're not bothering anybody, which is fine. But I don't have to co-sign to it. I don't have to agree to it. And I'm not going to agree to it. I'm agreeing to everything that God says in His Bible, even if I'm doing wrong. I got to get myself together, and I got got to live according to what the Word says. Because again, when John saw the Revelation out on that last day, see, our, our life on this time on Earth is short, y'all. We think it's long. We think we have time. We don't have a lot of time. You know, I'm getting up there. I'll be 60 years old soon. I'm well, be 59. I'm going into 60. I don't know when the Lord is going to call me home. You know, a lot of my friends, uh, you know, last year we, we lost a lot of friends. I know I did. I lost a lot of friends last year. This is because of health problems. The way they were living, I lost a lot of friends. So I don't know. You know, I work out, stay, try, stay in shape, try to eat right. But, you know, my time is numbered. And I want to make the most out of this, this time that the Lord has given me. Um, and try to live right and try to live according to what this Bible says. And I love each and every one of you. Please, please stay tuned for me. I'm going to try to do it at least once a month, y'all. Just pray for me, continue to pray for me and my family, my friends, my loved ones. I'm going to do likewise. Uh, I'm a school teacher and we got to go back soon. We didn't go today because of a snow day. But we know we have to get tested. And this this corona, we just want to pray that God just, just bound it up and, and cast it in the pits of hell where it belongs. But we always got a shining lining in this. We, we got to be stronger. We got to come together as a community. And we'll talk about that next time, especially with the black community. I don't want to go in depth on that. Uh, if you want to uh, get in contact with me, you can email me at jat. 1629 at gmail dot com. That's J A T one six two nine at gmail.com. Please reach out to me. Again, <clears throat> reach out to me if you need help. If you're struggling with an addiction, or if you just want to read the word or go over the word, we can do that. I'm not here to debate the word. I just go with the word it says and what God gives me. Uh, Again, this was just a little testimony um, message that, again, I thank God for the 23 years of clean, being clean and sober. And, you know, just don't know how elated I am. I'm happy I just had to share it with somebody that I don't have to look over my shoulders no more, y'all. I don't have to go out here and run and get no beer. I don't have to go chase that ghost, that crack cocaine, and that's a blessing in itself. Hallelujah. You just don't know. I love you today. And I know we're going to have an awesome, awesome 2022. God bless you. And you'll be here from me real soon. Amen.